You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. Yahoo's deal with Verizon is still on, but also still in doubt. Industry observers wonder just who that state-sponsored hacker might be. Fancy Bear is back and distributing a Mac Trojan to aerospace companies. Investigation of the shadow broker's leak suggests inadvertent exposure, not hackers or moles. A new variant of Virlock ransomware is out in the wild. The U.S. Justice Department warns of IoT threats. And a Hamburg magistrate finds Facebook in violation of German privacy law. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Tuesday, September 27, 2016. Yahoo's deal to sell its core assets to Verizon is still on, but it's also still in question. The agreement gave both parties an out should some cyber issue not discovered during due diligence come to light, and Verizon was, according to reports, unaware of Yahoo's massive breach until last week. Quartz offers the assessment that, quote, Yahoo wasn't lying when it told Verizon it didn't know about the biggest hack in history, end quote. Most accounts still link discovery of the breach to Yahoo's investigation of dark web claims by cyber criminal Peace that he or she had about 200 million Yahoo credentials for sale. However, some reports late yesterday suggest that Yahoo may have begun to have suspicions before Peace started the ballyhoo. Yahoo has claimed that a state-sponsored actor was responsible for the breach, but skeptical industry observers are offering theoretical grounds for thinking this unlikely. Security company A10 Networks commented dismissively in a CSO story that states are interested in intellectual property, not emails and passwords from a Yahoo account. It is true that states, particularly China, have indeed been interested in intellectual property. But one must also note that they're also interested in personal information, as we saw in the OPM hack, and that Russian intelligence services seem to have taken an interest in White House and DNC email credentials. So A10's observation is interesting, but hardly dispositive. It's fair to say that blaming a nation-state for a hack is hardly an admission against interest. Almost every company that sustains a successful cyber attack would prefer to be the victim of an intelligence service as opposed to an ordinary crook, even less a skid hobbyist or a random script kitty. You look less negligent if your hacker was the PLA or the GRU. It's also entirely possible, as security company Flashpoint told CSO Magazine, that U.S. law enforcement agencies may have asked that Yahoo refrain from saying too much about an ongoing investigation. Yahoo has the usual foreseeable legal exposure due to the breach. Not only is the Verizon deal in doubt, but several class action suits have been initiated. U.S. senators have also asked the Securities and Exchange Commission to investigate. In other state-sponsored hacker news, Fancy Bear is poking at Western aerospace industry targets with a new Mac Trojan, Complex. Palo Alto Network's Unit 42 reports that the threat group otherwise known as the GRU is distributing Complex via phishing emails. 
There's no OS 10.0 day being exploited here. It's all user interaction. It's probably worth running through the other names associated with Fancy Bear, since we've heard them before and we'll hear them again. APT28, Pondstorm, Sofasi, and Sednit. Different badges, but the same familiar people. We hear over and over again that there's a serious shortage of qualified candidates for cybersecurity jobs. Kathleen Smith is Chief Marketing Officer at ClearedJobs.net, and she joined us in our Baltimore studio to discuss a recent study addressing this issue. This is the Hacking the Skills shortage, which was commissioned by Intel, done in partnership with the Center for Strategic International Studies, really looking at the global workforce challenge along with what are governments doing and what level of education programs are available in eight countries globally. So what's interesting is all respondents in all eight countries said that they felt that their education programs were deficient. And they really felt that it was the government's role to be able to make sure that the educational programs were coming up to speed as far as providing enough cybersecurity programs. Take us through some of the key findings of the study. 71% said that the shortage has caused measurable damage to their business. One in four said the insufficient staff strength that they had, meaning not only the number of people, but the depth and the breadth of the skills that the people had, had damaged their reputation and led to intellectual property loss. Hmm. The skills that were in the shortest supply were intrusion detection, secure software development, attack mitigation, And these were more important than the lack of communication or leadership or team management that companies say that they were looking for. While half of the companies prefer a bachelor's degree for entry into the cybersecurity workforce, it was not an indicator of skills they found. Hands-on skills and professional certifications were valued higher. 68% said that CTFs, Capture the Flag programs, are critical in developing skills within their organizations. And finally, 9 out of 10 respondents said that technology at some point will be able to take up the slack by providing automation. Hmm. So I think a takeaway from that, if you're a student working your way up through your bachelor's degree, Mm -hmm. what should you be doing? You should be making sure that if there is any Capture the Flag program going on locally, regionally, that you are part of it. There are also several of the Capture the Flag competitions available online. When I've done a recent search, you can find one pretty much going on every single week. Some of the other components that I really liked about this study was really looking at the employer dynamics. While many studies will say we need to invest in more students, we need to invest in more education, a core aspect is this is the employer dynamics. It is not just filling butts and seats. It's really looking holistically at how you're going to recruit, cultivate, and retain your workforce. So many of the employers said that they were just interested in filling the seats. They were not interested in looking at further investment. And it is a challenge because when you look at the candidates in the workforce who say, I need more to be able to stay at this company. I need to be sponsored to participate in events. I need to be sure that those certifications that you're requiring me to have, that you're going to help pay for those. So it is really looking at 
shifting the dynamics of the employers, not just on how they recruit, but how they retain their workforce. That's Kathleen Smith from clearjobs.net. We'll hear more from her on tomorrow's CyberWire podcast, including her views on what companies need to do to attract and retain the best of the best. Many Cisco routers vulnerable to the zero days exposed by the shadow brokers remain unpatched. The FBI's investigation into where the shadow brokers got the material they leaked is said to be moving away from the theories that Russian services accessed NSA networks or that a Snowden-esque insider compromised NSA tools and toward the NSA's own view. Someone inadvertently left the material exposed on a server. Ransomware continues to concern enterprises, especially in the healthcare and educational sectors. Netscope researchers warned this morning against a new strain of Verlock ransomware. Verlock itself is about two years old, but its newest variant is polymorphic. It both encrypts and infects, and it's particularly troublesome in a cloud environment where Verlock can spread through syncing and file sharing. The DDoS campaign that took Krebs on security offline last week continues to arouse fears around Internet of Things security. The very large denial-of-service attack was evidently accomplished using IoT botnets. The U.S. Justice Department is issuing new expressions of concern over IoT-based threats. And finally, if you didn't much care for Facebook's use of WhatsApp user data, you're not alone. In Germany, Hamburg's Commissioner for Data Protection and Freedom of Information has found the social media giant in violation of privacy laws. So the relationship status here should be set, at best, to complicated. And now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. And I'm joined once again by Joe Kerrigan. He's from the Johns Hopkins University Information Security Institute. Joe, uh, I spent some time over uh, the previous weekend uh, helping my father with his computer, just updating the OS. And, um, you know, it struck me that when it comes to uh, older folks, which my father is, uh, you know, they are particularly vulnerable when it comes to 
people trying to come after them to to steal their stuff in the cyber world. Right. Yeah, they are more vulnerable because they didn't grow up in the kind of environment that uh, that they exist in now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know what study I could point to, but I, I have this general feeling that as we get older, we get a little less adaptive to change and to the way things are uh, becoming different around us. And if you think of this generation uh, that that's now uh, retiring, mm-hmm. they have seen a significant amount of change in their lifetimes. You know, they've they've gone from having you know, no computers in, in the world or in, in their in their life, rather, to having computers all around them. And that's a, that is a hugely significant change that's happened. Yeah, and, you know, one of the things I ran into was that, you know, he was a couple of versions of the operating system behind. Mm-hmm. And, and you don't like to see that because you want him to be up to date because that's a best security practice. Well, right? exactly. And, that, and that's kind of my point is that while I, while I want to have him on the latest version for all of the security reasons... It's hard to bring him up to date because things change in the operating system, and that that's a that's a discomfort point yeah, for the him. The user interface changes, and he's he's gotten accustomed to using the old interface, and now he gets a new new system, and there's a completely new interface. Right. Well, but I think for those of I mean, I think you know, you and me, and I'm sure most of the people who are probably listening to this show, you know, we end up being the default tech support. Correct. Yeah. For for our older parents right. and and our loved ones, and um, you know, they look to us. And, and from the security point of view, you know, I basically have my father trained to uh, whenever something unusual happens on his computer, I get a phone call or an email. Yeah, I, I get the same thing. Um, and I think that's a good thing. I, I, I would agree. I, would, I think that's very important. You know, you certainly don't want them picking up the phone and calling some scammer and saying, well, what do I do now? Uh, right. And the answer is always, well, you give me your credit card number. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Don't. Yeah. And I, I do, you know, it's it's funny. Sometimes I have to check myself because it can be frustrating, you know, to be right. interrupted, whatever you're doing, to take care of their basic needs. Yeah. You know, I, I find that that's not something that happens just with between me and say my older parents but even between me and my wife or between me and my uh my kids or other kids i i get this feeling like why don't you understand this and, <laughs> and the answer to that is that they don't understand it like you don't understand it because they're not steeped in it every day right yeah uh, well so, you know i remind myself that our day will come right. and uh, and, uh, and someday <laughs> our children will be looking to us looking at us you know shaking their head ruefully at our yep. inability to understand the latest technology the same way that we are with our parents so How do you work the snapchat <laughs> that's right that's right all right joe good talking to you uh, good talking to you dave Struggling to secure on-prem apps with modern identity? Don't worry, you're not alone. Join industry leaders from Fortune 500 organizations to secure your apps on any cloud with any IDP, regardless of your environment's complexity. Meet Strata's identity orchestration platform, Mavericks. Say goodbye to the headaches of app refactoring and legacy tech debt. With Identity Orchestration, you can modernize legacy apps to use MFA or passwordless authentication in a few weeks, migrate from one IDP to another, and so much more without changing the app. No matter your IAM use case, Strata extends the value of your current identity investments. And the best part? You can try it for free today. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire to share your biggest identity challenge, and they'll hook you up with a complimentary pair of AirPods Pro. Don't miss out. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire. That's strata.io slash cyberwire.
And that's the Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Hey, listeners. We're always looking for ways to improve the N2K CyberWire network and maintain the intelligence-driven news experience that keeps you in the know on the latest developments in cybersecurity. We've launched our 2024 audience survey and would love for you to take a few minutes to share your feedback. And hey, there's even a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card if you complete the survey. Visit cyberwire.com survey. That's cyberwire.com survey and share your feedback now. Now.